podcast land welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving how are you doing today it's thursday i hope your day is going well let's get into the psalm we're looking at psalm 77 today and i'll be reading from the new international version and it reads i cried out to god for help i cried out to god to hear me when i was in distress i sought the lord at night i stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my soul asked, will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought, to this I will appeal, the years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works in meditation on all your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. You, God, is as great. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles, who displays your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeem your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, God. The water saw you and wreathed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, through your footprints were, though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Well, this is another song written by Asaf, and it is a lamenting song. Now, I'll be honest with you, what I wanted to do was trying to determine exactly what was going on in Israel's history that prompted this psalm to be written, this song to be sung. However, in doing my research, I found the consensus is that it's pretty tough to pinpoint when any of the psalms were actually written. Of course, it can be easier if the psalm provides some type of a historical clue. And then, yes, if we know that it's been written by David, we can associate it at least within his, you know, lifespan. But other than that, there's no real way to definitively know when each psalm was written, nor this psalm was written. As I read it initially, I thought, oh, they must be, you know, exiled in Babylon or under the Assyrians. But I have no way of knowing that. And so we just have to proceed with, you know, something difficult has occurred. This, I mean, in this psalm, this lamenting psalm, can't you hear the tone of sorrow in it? I mean, I certainly do. And my heart breaks, especially as I read verses three through eight. And although we can't determine what they were going through, 
it's pretty easy to say whatever they were experiencing was difficult and it was hard. So much so that they were questioning God's presence, his faithfulness to those those who he called out of Israel, right? They're his chosen people, but yet they're experiencing something that they just can't wrap their head around, their heart around. Why would God allow this? But notice what Asaph does, what he leads the people of Israel to do first as they are experiencing and expressing their sorrow. They go straight to God. I cried, I, I cried out to God for help. They, go, they went straight to God. They appeal to God to hear their cries, to fix whatever they're experiencing. But as we read... God is silent, isn't he? And that's when the heartache, I believe, is most felt. Is God ignoring them? Why is God allowing this? But what gives us hope and inspiration is that they don't discount God. They don't give up on him. What they do is they fall back on what they know about God, what he's done for them. You see, I believe that it's no coincidence that they continue to return back to God leading them out of Egypt. You notice that that's a, that's a theme in the Psalms that we've read thus far. Not in everyone, no, but it's interwoven in that they remember their history. They remember that the major covenant that was established between Yahweh and them. They always go back to him leading them out of slavery. But you know what? I, as, I, as I read this, my heart went out to you, my dear caregivers who are experiencing troubled times, hard times, watching your loved one grow weaker and weaker each day. It doesn't get easy. And I know that you've prayed for healing, just like I did when my mother was living, and prayed for a better diagnosis. But it hasn't come. And you may think that God is silent, but he is not. This psalm is for you. It's created a blueprint for you to lament, to cry out to God and tell him, you know, that you think he's left you, that you think that perhaps he doesn't love you, just to just shed what's in your heart, to cry out and ask why he hasn't answered your prayer in the way that you wanted, why he has allowed this tragedy to occur in your life to your loved one. Then I want you to do what the children of Israel do in this psalm, what Asaph instructs them to do, that after you cry out, right, and you can't cry anymore, all tears are gone, you think to yourself in verse 10, you think to yourself and you determined, you determined to remember what God has done for you. I think it's important for us to pay attention to verse 10 when it says, I thought. It's like it's a remembrance of what it is, of who God is. Almost like the prodigal son when he was in the pig pen and he thought to himself and he came to himself. You are to do that too at the end of your crying, to come to yourself and remember all that God has done for you. 
Remember yesterday you renewed your covenant with God. You remember that he is faithful. And so you can rejoice over the memories that you have with your loved ones and the new memory memories that you're creating today. You remember that he is a good God and that you're not to look at your circumstances, but you are to walk by faith. This season is difficult, but God has called you to stand firm on your trust and faith in him. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to just cry out to you, for asking you, why have you allowed this to happen to us? Why must we be the ones to watch a loved one slowly slip away from us? Why? Thank you for giving us the option of being able to release the burden of frustration, of anger, perhaps guilt, and bring it to your feet. We ask, Father, that you help us in our unbelief as to how this could happen. Help us with our faith as it may waver in this time period, in this season. Help us to remember that even though things may be rough, tough, and we may not understand it, but that that is the time where we are really to lean on you. Because even though you may not answer our prayers in the manner in which we've asked, perhaps for healing, perhaps for reconciliation, but the fact is that you have answered our prayers and allowing us to be able to come to you and bring them to you that you've answered our prayers and that you will always be with us and you will never forsake us, that you've answered our prayers, that through the hard times you will be with us and you will see us through. We know that we're not going to understand everything that you do, but I ask, Father, that you give a heart to each and every person listening to continue to place their trust in you. Let them know that you love them. Bring them peace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.